It's uh, Wednesday, December 28th. This is episode 41 of the Swapfu podcast. I'm Mr. Swapfu. And I'm the miss of the Swapfu. <laughs> it's the last podcast of the year. Is it? We're not going to try to cram another one in on uh, New Year's Eve? No. <laughs> you sure? Not no, but hell no. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> Unless you want to spend New Year's Eve doing that. No, I don't. I'd rather. There are other things I would much rather do on New Year's Eve. Like seeing fireworks. Like seeing the fireworks in beautiful downtown San Antonio. That'll be nice. You know, San Antonio has the second biggest fireworks thing celebration for New Year's, or second biggest citywide uh, New Year's celebration in the country, after I, after Times Square, I think. That's a little special. It is. It's bigger I, than the one in Seattle. We're definitely going to take advantage of that. Yes. Yes, we are. And uh, So, Cheers. Cheers. And, to New Year's, a coming. What did you say on your account? You said uh, we want to go out um, with, a with a bang, maybe, maybe two, maybe two. <laughs> that was just too easy. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. That was a good one. No, thank you. But yeah, definitely San Antonio fireworks yep. and uh, friends. If any of you happen to be in town, come look for us. We'll be downtown amongst the merry the merrymakers and. Uh, Eating a tamale and some hot chocolates. Yes. Yeah, and, so. and especially if it's very, very cold. Especially, which is not going to be. But, you know. It's not. What's the low? I think it's going to be like mid-50s. Mm, that'll be nice. It'll be nice. It'll We've be been nice. down there when it's been so freaking cold, yeah, which, dude, that we didn't know if we were going to be able to like stay till the fireworks. Yeah, which is titting a brass bra cold. Yeah. So that's when you, got, remember you, you bought that crazy-ass hat with all the... With all the horns on it, Did, <laughs> yes. just because you needed a hat because your head was so cold. That was funny. I got to be on the news. You got to be on the news. That was kind of cool. <laughs> it's like it's it's you know it's almost like the uh, the newscaster made a beeline for you as soon as he saw you and got you on the news, and there you were on the news, Miss Swapfu. Um, so what do we got today? So uh, we wanted to just, I mean, the, the first thing that I had is that is. Um, is about that show that you've been watching. Oh yeah. yeah. Um I just just a, a warning to swingers. We're still getting a bad rap out there. Go figure. And I know I know you all have examples of how we are um getting bad raps as swingers. Um and it just plays into the whole idea of, you know, being scared about being who you are. Yes. So I'm like at work and I'm watching like Episode after episode of this show called Disappeared. Right, right. <laughs> because, you know, it's work. Yes. <laughs> and, and they have this episode where a woman disappears and her estranged husband comes along and says, uh, well, you know, we're swingers and um, anything could have happened to her. Yes, anything, because that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. I, I've personally disappeared many, many, many times. times. We, we disappear. It's what we do. It's mostly for like, you know, 15, 30 minutes. <laughs> but yeah, maybe an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But it was just kind of funny because because they they were portraying swingers like all her friends, this right. disappeared woman. Not to make fun of that, because, right? Uh, uh, you know, it's not a true story. Well, it is. Really, it's, it is about people that actually have disappeared. Okay, so that's horrible. Right, of course, but maybe she wasn't really a swinger. Maybe she was in a bowling league, but they thought bowling league sounded boring, so they decided to substitute swinger. Well, the weird thing was is that all of her friends came on that were being interviewed right. and, and saying that, you know, Rosemary was not a swinger because she would not be um, uh, involved in something so shady. Right. And like, it, it's like, Just, it's not, it's not really that shady. <laughs> kind of like me with bowling. I would never be involved with anything that shady. Just, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> So, uh, well, I, what I was just thinking yeah. is that, you know, these kinds of shows, and they do it on CSI all the time. Right. These kinds of shows are just perpetuating the idea that swingers are just not to be trusted. Right. And just yeah. like the most, you know, unkind. Unsavory un- people. Unsavory yeah. people. Yes. And uh, so, you know, we're still being portrayed like that in the media. Right. I think about those who that have come before us and... It's just funny. It's a fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. You know, it's just one of those things. And I think we'll kind of touch on that subject in general later on in the at the end of the podcast, but it's 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 a shame because I mean, you know, I, you know some of the nicest people I've met have been swingers. So, what what does that mean? I mean, it, which brings us to the other thing that we wanted to talk about is that we we actually had some uh so we had lifestyle friends attend our our uh Christmas Eve dinner. With our with our family, with our, our family, friends yeah. and family, our friends and family, friends and you family. You know, well, it started with um, we were having family over, right, for Christmas Eve, and uh, we had some swinger friends or some lifestyle friends mm-hmm. that were out of children or out of family for whatever reason, and so right. they were invited over, yes, to to attend dinner with us. I don't know. Did you think it was comfortable? I mean, how did you feel about doing that, like mixing? Mixing the, you know, the family with your lifestyle friends. Well, you know, and I, I could say that I was a little anxious about it, you know, to the point where I felt like we needed to clarify where we met each other and that kind of stuff. So if it, you know, if and when it came up in conversation with my family, we'd have a ready answer rather than, oh, we met at a swinger club or we met, you know, whatever. And I had proposed that to say that we had met at a, a vanilla club, obviously, um, but then, and both the people who came are listeners, by the way. And, and one of them said very expertly said, no, just tell them we met at a Halloween party, which is where we met her. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> it just happened to be at a swinger bar. Yeah. A, a swinger Halloween bar. swinger party. Yeah. So, but in any event, you know, it's, they came and they enjoyed themselves, you know, at least purportedly they enjoyed, they enjoyed themselves very much. I was just surprised by how. You know, even with all with all our vast experience swinging or whatever, but I was just surprised by how normal everything was. So I get a text right. from our lifestyle friend, and she says, uh, "Well, I I totally promised to wear clothes." Yeah, and so I just texted her back, and I was like, "Completely expected." Right, right. I mean, like. <laughs> You know, because we're not like some kind of a freaking jack-in-the-box, right? We're just kind of like wound up and just waiting to just like burst out. It's like, oh, my God, I'm free. It's like, I go with my pants. Holy shit, where's a condom? You know, it's like maybe at a swinger party. No, maybe at a party where we have Catholic friends. <laughs> <laughs> right. That, that's happened. That's actually happened. But yeah. anyway. Oh, okay. You have to remind me of that. 
I'll tell you about it. But the the thing was, the people we were invited have complete integrity that I trust in, that you trust in. Yes. And it was like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I don't think that we have any, any lifestyle friends who we think that would behave like. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> I think so? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. We absolutely have lifestyle friends that could not be trusted in polite company. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Maybe. I'll give you a list of them. We'll, like, you have to tell me it. off air. I'll, I'll like write them down on a slip of paper to you. Uh, <laughs> These people cannot be yeah. trusted. Does one of them's <laughs> to first maintain civility in front of your family. Does one of them's first name start with crazy? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Just wondering. All right. But you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. It's yes. like some people you can trust, you know, with your life. Sure. And these people I absolutely trust with my life. Right. And it's no, like, of man, course so you can I. come over and have dinner. It's like, it's not weird. It's not weird until <laughs> until the next day when your parents were like, so did your friends stay the night? Your friends spent the night? It's like, what? It's like, no, of course they didn't spend the night. They left promptly at 530 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I had this weird feeling. I had this weird feeling, like, because they're already suspicious of whatever our activities are, right? Mm -hmm. And I just, I had this weird feeling that they were just going to kind of go around the the group, the crowd, and just be like, aha. (laughs) They were going to have that aha moment where it was like, oh, well, this is who you guys are fucking. (laughs) Right. Or seriously, did you have sex with those people? Or I don't know. I don't know. I don't think. I think that that's just kind of we're reading a lot into it because it's it's kind of loaded, you know. It's so, loaded because yeah. we know both sides. My dad's a sharp cookie, though. So exactly. Yeah. Well, he's already been calling us out on a lot of things, yeah. like why are your bunk beds right. full size? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? full size bunk beds. <laughs> yeah. And he even said, he's like, can you imagine, like, two grown-ups in those, uh, each in those bunk beds? Yeah, it's like, yeah, you make sure that it holds everybody up. I'm like, you know, Dad, you shouldn't be speculating about the purpose of our of our beds in any way, shape, or form. So, you know, I can't help but think that they're projecting. Yeah, yeah who knows? I'm just going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. It's like, don't ask me no secrets. I'll tell you no lies. Truer words are never said. Just don't ask me anything. <laughs> That's what I say. That's a good policy. Just don't ask. If you yeah. don't want to know the answer, don't yes. ask the question. Ask yourself why you need, why why you want to know, right? Or just grab your wife and jump in that bed. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, I mean, hey, I'm not saying that. Anyway, I'm just gonna leave it alone. I I'm just. You're like, cannot think about it. Cannot, cannot think, think about, about it. it. Brain melting. But it was it was um it was a very positive experience. Yes. Or did you have any negative uh no like aftermath? Was there any kind no, of like No, no, I got you know, I got lots of um uh lots of nice compliments on the cooking and you know, from everybody. So I was happy. I was very relaxed because I was on my home turf. So you know, and you a, had allies. I had allies. I like having my friends here because I have allies. You know, I mean, I my family are all perfectly fine folks, but I like looking around and seeing friends. It makes me happy. You know, because they always they, my parents always want your attention. You know, because you're a wonderful person. And uh, and no, they know. don't. They don't want my attention. Well, we'll just leave that alone. 
Yeah. They, they want to know what I know about you. <laughs> <laughs> and so I give them the dumb Miss Wapfu, like, jibber jabber. <laughs> <laughs> Which was funny because our guests that evening, right. uh, one couple actually got seated at a table with your sister and, and right. near brother-in-law. Right. And they kind of got the jackhammer, dude. Yeah, yeah they did. <laughs> they got... You know, Grilled. the Hawaii Favo kind of questioning yeah. bullshit. But we have smart friends. Yes. So, <laughs> so if you're going to invite uh, swinger friends or lifestyle friends to hang out with your family. Make sure they're smarter than your relatives. Make sure, make sure they're smart. <laughs> yeah. And they can hold their own. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There wasn't any bitch slapping going on, but. <laughs> so, yeah, that went well. That went really well. Um, as far as we know, <laughs> yeah. there hasn't any been, been any backlash. So anyway, we, so moving on, we um, we had just kind of a brief topic to touch on. Well, I don't know how brief it is, but that's um, the, uh, the we wanted to talk about. We've been having more get-togethers. I guess we're continuing to have get-togethers of various sizes at our at our at our house, and we wanted to call this. Um, woop woop. We wanted to call this a uh, get-together. Woop woop. Oh, I thought we wanted to call no. it woop woop. Yep, we're going to call it woop woop. <laughs> so. I guess the main thing that the first thing we wanted to talk to, talk about was that well we kind of come come to realize that there ain't no such thing as a small get together, right? Um, and one of the things I'm, I I don't know what what do you think about that? Um, things have a tendency to get out of hand very easily, or, and yeah, uh, or big, right? Yeah, out of hand. Well, I would say out of hand because only because in hand I say. This is what I'm. This is what I'm down for, mm-hmm. and this is what I feel comfortable with doing. Right, and then that will grow, and so my comfort level needs to grow. Right. Oh, you mean in terms of the quantity of people? Yes. Or the number of people? Yeah, I guess so. I guess same here. I mean, because I remember the first that first big get together which we spoke about, right? Um, the party. But it was. But it. But it was. Uh, it was um, identified, mm-hmm. and it was cool because that's what we were doing. Yes, it's smaller get-togethers that have a tendency to grow. Right, that, um, caused me a little bit of nervousness. Yes, yes, me too. Yes, and this was, you know, what we we wanted to do was originally just have maybe six couples over, like maybe six couples over, and just hang out or whatever. But pretty soon, and we said, okay, and everybody can bring another couple with them which worked out great which was a great idea because that allows people to bring somebody with them that they've been wanting to see so on and so forth but shit starts falling through the cracks yes it does i'll tell you that yeah it's like if you think you're gonna have like four four couples over so okay you're like there's gonna be eight people eight couples oh yeah yeah no sweat no four couples eight Mm. people no sweat Mm -hmm. easy peasy right and yeah. then as things start to grow, it's exponential. So you're not prepared for that. Right, right. Absolutely. And and then one thing that I was not, because we ended up having 11 couples here. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that you, I wasn't prepared for was how many people 11 couples actually is. Yeah. You know, I realized that when we had our big, our, our bigger party, we had, you know, 50, 50 more than 50 people here. Well, and there was a lot of pre-preparation that yes. went into it. Yes. And not only that, but we had co-hosted we those had co-hosted party, them, parties. Yeah. So 
people had responsibilities. So yes. you were able to share that. When you think you're going to do something small, you don't anticipate those shared responsibilities. Correct. So, so it went down, not done. Yes, things did not get done. Um, but and w- one of the things that we, um, one of the things that we re- realized that it seemed like almost with any um, get together, you're going to have to have some kind of a list of things that you, you're absolutely going to need to do, especially when things get bigger. A checklist. A checklist, yeah. And, you know, because of your job and because of my job, it's like the idea that a checklist mm-hmm. is, is seems so... Simple. It seems so simple. Like 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 lame-brained almost. But, it, but it's something that just turns into being so important. Right, right. For everybody to have, like, the best time that they can. Yeah, because there's always going to be details that fall through the cracks. And, you know, and if you had, a, like, a simple checklist of things that you need to do, you can just check them off and not worry about it. Not only that, but you can also, you can also um, delegate. And who is your uh, checklist um, Oh, a savior? checklist guru? Yes, it's, your guru. Uh, it's, I read a book called The Checklist Manifesto by Atul Gawande. Mm-hmm. And it applies directly to the way that I do my job. And, you know, I, I recommend it to anybody who has a job that oftentimes is, is broken down to a series of, of simple steps, but that you can't miss them. And uh, anyway. And if he had to make a swinger checklist, what would he put on it? Well, you know, I don't know. And the thing is that we haven't developed our checklist yet. But there are a few things that I knew that were missing from our preparations. Like, for example, we have tiki torches outside that didn't get lit. So the mm-hmm. path to the hot tub wasn't lit, mm-hmm. right? You know, that's one. It's like, and everybody will say, it's like, oh, yeah, that's simple. Just go out and light them. It's like, yeah, but they weren't lit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They weren't lit until later. And, you know, the tiki torches need to be secured and all of that other stuff. So that was just kind of not done right. Willy-nilly. It was yeah. willy-nilly, yeah. right? Exactly. Um, then, like, for example, our wireless music system outside was not turned on. Again, mm-hmm. a simple thing, but just did not get done, mm-hmm. you know, um, until later. You know? And, dude, I mean, you really want to have your music... On, everywhere, everywhere, yeah, right I mean, away, everywhere, and you have a system for it. Yes, and it's like the fact that you just didn't get it turned on. It's like that's that's not cool. Yeah, it's like it's like having you know having a checklist means that you all automatically have this artificial attention to detail because I have no natural attention to detail. It's just not the way my brain's wired. Mm-hmm. You know, and whose is? Oh, a lot of people's. You know, it's just not mine. You, you need know. you need a better chick for that. <laughs> you're you're actually They're, a very de- detail oriented person. Yeah, but I get to a, I get to a certain point where I just hit a wall. Yes, it's like I've done everything I'm gonna I'm going to do, right. and everything else is just gonna like leave itself. And yes. then sometimes the most important things leave themselves out. Right. Which you know the tiki torches I can live without. Well, you can live but, without any one of those things. Right. You know. But I mean music. Yeah. I mean music is. Key. It's cool. Yeah. It's, you know, you got to have music. And right. if you have the ability to have music throughout the throughout the house or throughout the party or throughout wherever. Yes. It's like it's added- make sure make sure it's hap- ensure it's happening. Yes. So that was my bad. No, you know, there were there were dozens of small other small details that were all were all taken care of. So like, you know, but there were, you know, several and those were just two that come off the top of my head, but there I'm sure there were more. You know, that could have been paid closer attention to. And, you know, it's just a matter of. Well, and the one thing that we learned from the co-hosting was that if you if you shared uh, the responsibility for these things with a couple of other couples, mm-hmm. 
then more things happened. Right, right. More things got done. Yes. So more tea torches got lit. It, and not that that's a big deal. There was like three tiki torches. <laughs> people found but, their way to the hot tub anyway. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But but the music got turned on outside and the music got turned on upstairs. And, yes. you know, it was like the the party just happened more more um, intuitively. Yeah, organically or whatever. I yeah. think so. Yeah. And so it's like that. It's like it's um, having a co-hosting is good mm-hmm. or having a checklist is good well the thing is that when that was as the party grows i mean you don't have the opportunity to pay personal attention to everybody at the at the get-together but that's that's the ultimate goal right the ultimate goal is to pay, is to see everybody individually and not to be running around lighting tiki torches exactly. and turning on music so you want all of that really knocked out mm-hmm. before the party starts you absolutely really do. yeah so, um, oh, one thing that we found out, so definitely the checklist thing. And another thing that we found out, is I looked online to find uh, music because I know that getting the right music to play, you know, is kind of key. And, um, I, it, you know, being the geek that I am, I had to go onto the internet and actually Google like, well, what's good party music to play? Cause I don't know. I mean, I'm 40 fucking two years old. I don't, you know, it's like my musical test tastes are fairly set or if they're set, I mean, you guys have all enjoyed the podcast music that, you know, all the music that we've included in most of the episodes is, you know, it, it, it just seems like it's like not party a, music. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's like girls showing up to swinger parties want to hear that music. Yeah. It's not booty shaking music. So and I, that's what they want. That's what they want. So I had to research that and I found an amazing station and I actually I put this as a, I think I tweeted it or no, I maybe I put it. No, I put it as a Cassidy, a status update, but the LMFAO Pandora station absolutely fucking rocks it was uh it i got compliments all night on the music and um it rocked the booty yep they played all kinds of stuff that's um up to date and contemporary and i even found myself you know tapping my feet to a tune or two so <laughs> tapping your feet to a tune. <laughs> dude are you sure you're only 40 <laughs> ah, well of course i say that in jest i was i was I was tapping uh, your feet to a tune was, or two i was spitting mad i was spitting mad heat onto the mic Dude, the ladies were really rocking out to that station. Yeah, they were. And you got a lot of compliments on it. Yes. It yes. was good. Um, Other so, than that, we I mean, we we threw out a lot of lube, a lot of condoms. A lot of condoms. Um, they, yeah. And, and we made sure all the garbage cans were lined. Yes, we, we did. We made that mistake before. <laughs> we made that mistake before, yeah. The gar- garbage cans weren't lined. Yep. So yeah, we made sure that was going on. We had fresh linens on all the beds. We had our we had our pillows out. We had the sex swing up. Things got used. It was awesome. It got was good so porn. Nice. Got por- good porn on the big screen. And I know you're. You know what I would suggest? Yes. Because I'm a big proponent of your porn. Okay. Um. Yeah, should I should I, I include I've it in the, in the show notes? Never been a porn watcher. Yeah. And then when you turned me on to your porn, right. I became very interested in it yes. and fascinated by it. Right. And I tell other people now, you have to see Mr. Swapu porn because it's great porn. It's, it's not like, porn that I make, by the way. No, <laughs> okay, no, so. no, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, it's just porn that I've found and happened to like. And, and it's good. Yes. And um, I got turned on by it. Yes. And I'm... You know, it made me a believer in porn because right. up until then I was not a believer in porn. Right. But your porn taste is like Thank you. I get it. Well, it's simple. It's like, okay, so 
it's all I ever put is is uh, lesbian porn, you know. But it's not like Nike lesbian porn. It's all it's sapphic erotica is the my main source, right? And then there's another one. It's like Andrew something something. Or I think is his name, and he has these very highly stylized, um, high resolution, slow motion, you know, girlies in exotic outfits, kind of hugging on each other type of thing. It's very soft core, but the women are all beautiful and and uh, you know sensuous and languid, if 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 I may. And then the sapphic erotica is just you know pretty girls doing naughty naughty things to each other, but it's it's. Uh, but it's it's very um, non-threatening. That's the main thing. It's not, you know, some some dude with like some you know twelve-inch python like jackhammering some girl within an inch of her life. You know, because you you turn that out, I was like, oh yeah, so that's what what's going on. Um, yeah, you know, that's <laughs> like, a, it's intimidating. It's like, um, you do know that everybody at this party. Yes. Is not doing that. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, there might be like you know, like a, a guy or two who's going to show up thinking that that's going to be him. But most of all the dudes, you know, we just want to look at pretty girls. And I mean, for most of our parties, all the pretty girls, all the girls want to look at pretty girls too. So, sapphic erotica is a good thing to play at a swing at a swinger party, at least for the taste of the people who've been coming here. They seem to enjoy it a lot. And I don't know, maybe I'm being ultra bias, you know, fuck it. I am being ultra biased because it's what I like, but the, and you commented on this as well, but then the sound, the sounds of these women pleasuring each other mm-hmm. is very, very erotic because it's not just a sound. It's one lone girl with vicious slapping going on. Mm-hmm. It's two girls or three girls in some cases, just kind of enjoying themselves. Do it. Yeah. Enjoying themselves, enjoying and then, themselves physically and whispering to each other in Czechoslovakian or Russian or whatever the fuck is going on. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's hot shit y'all. So check it out. Um, <laughs> well, I, and I noticed in the playroom, it's yes. like it, 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 it really adds. Like, yes. <laughs> Am I speaking here? Yes. <laughs> Can I just talk? Yeah. It just really adds to the erotica of the moment. It does. It does. I, I liked it. And I think that maybe what the difference is, is that, okay, this is my theory, is that there is such a thing as the porn that you watch that you're alone, and there's a porn that you watch in groups. And I think that the porn that you watch in groups needs to be less threatening, perhaps, or less niche. Niche is that the word? Than the stuff that you watch alone while people would say that sapphic erotic sapphic erotica's porn would tend to be kind of niche well i think it's more i think it's more group oriented it's group oriented rather than porn that you watch alone is that slapping kind of sound that is like you know more yeah, a, an individual want, wants to get into their head yes. that one visual right rather than something a little kinder and softer yeah more um fluid if you will yeah i uh i'm you know that that happens to be the the porn i like to watch when i'm alone the sapphic erotic i don't like watching the andrew what's his face stuff alone because it's just to me it's good to have his scenery but it's sort of boring um so by all means check it out do you ever are you ever like jacking off and you're like, this porn is so boring that I'm just not even going to stroke it anymore. The, the topic, do you ever do that? The topic is not open for discussion. <laughs> do, you, do you ever do Ocupado, that? Because no? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I would be, I would just be like, you know what? I'm just not even going to do this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So the other thing that we wanted to talk about other than, you know, porn and music is uh, how to. Well, the checklist, right? And the checklist. Having a a checklist, which would include porn and music. Yes, absolutely. And lighting. And lighting. Yep. And pillows and. Oh, and condoms and uh, lube and. uh, Toy cleaner. Oh, no, trash cans. Trash cans, <laughs> line trash cans. Make sure, yeah, yep. they're and, easily emptied. <laughs> and, pl- and plungers. And so... Um, well, that's from a friend. Yes. Always make sure you have a plunger in every bathroom. Yeah, it, was, it was from George. <laughs> yeah, that's his, that's his party... Uh, Recommendation. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, so uh, the other thing that we want to talk about, I guess, briefly, or, well, however long it takes, because we have as much... Uh, we have as much time as we need to take is about the guest list. Well, and it's a more serious topic. It is. Than the checklist. Well, there's a couple things, right? I mean, the, the main one that I that I had to discuss was well, you can you can talk about it is the or yeah, the the the, the main thing was that don't don't invite a couple to a party just because you want to be with one of them. Because odds are people aren't going to like that other person either. You well, know? It, it kind of falls under who not to invite to a house party. And right. It's kind of rude. It's like, it's difficult to talk about. It's difficult to talk about between you and I. Yes. Much less on a podcast, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but but there has been a couple. Yes. Of couples. Yes. That, um, you know, somebody likes one person in the couple a lot. Right. But nobody likes the other person in the couple. Right, right. How do you get around that? Yeah, it's kind of like how people's like, well, it has to be a four-way connection. Don't take one to, for the team. It's like, don't let your party take one for the team either. You know? That's kind of what you have to boil it down yeah, to. Is like, when you're creating your guest list. Yes. Um, you know, not... Not everybody's going to make the cut. Yeah, don't make your team take one for the team, I guess is what it is. I guess. I don't know. Or how do you even... I mean, it's, the phrase is in there somewhere, but yeah. Odds are, if you just if there's one person in the couple, see, like, the guy is awesome, fun, or whatever, and the girl's a total zero, don't invite them. Just don't invite them. Well, I mean, you have to have a definition of what total zero is. <laughs> it's like, what is total zero? Well, I mean, if you're like... If if you're like hosting a party or whatever, and and you say, oh well, he's really you know she says you know whatever says she's really hot or he's really hot, and then the other person in the couple says, and the other person the host of the couple says, well yeah well I'm never going to play with him or her, him or her's spouse, then don't invite him, you know, because what are you going to do like try to pawn off this person on somebody else? That would suck. Well, I mean, I think we can go so far as to like put it in a real life situation. Yes. And what happened to us was there there was a couple yeah. that that had been invited to lots of parties and we've met them a couple of times and they had been invited to our parties a couple of times. Right. And consistently mm-hmm. the dude kind of gave everybody the creeps. Yes. And I mean, is that bad to say? <laughs> It's like the dude gave everybody the creeps. And yeah. it's like you don't – it's like, well, but she's really hot and yeah. awesome. She's scorching hot. But the dude yeah. was like not hitting it off with any other dudes. He couldn't have like a dude conversation. 
And not only that, but he was like creeping out the girls. Yes. And it's like, what do you do with this guy? Yeah. You don't invite him. That's, you know, that's kind of what happened. Yeah. Was, it was just like, it was like that. Yeah. And it's not like we were camping or whatever. He can go lock himself in his trailer <laughs> or anything like that. You know what I mean? It's a house party. It's a house party. It's like, what are you going to do with him? It's like, you're going to find, you're going to, are you going to find him somebody you can hang out with? Like, no, it's like everybody has to kind of fend for themselves. Well, this couple was invited to several things based on another couple that wanted to invite them. But basically it's like, as long as you guys are playing with them, that's totally cool. Yeah. But you better keep him occupied. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what to do with him. And he's kind of a pain in the ass. So the idea was, okay, we're just going to put it out there. Right. The idea was there was a couple. One person in the couple is like really um, uh, valued and and attractive and really wanted and really like participating. Yeah, friendly and awesome. And the other person in the couple, nobody, and I mean nobody, wants anything to do with, what are you going to do with that couple? Right. It's just... I say, do not invite. Yes. Do not invite. Casualty of, casualty of the lifestyle, unfortunately. Is that bad? I, I, You know, I hate to say it out loud. I really do. Well, yeah, I hate to say it out loud as well because, I mean, I know that I'm not everybody's cup of tea. And, you know, I would hate to think that you're being excluded from things because nobody, you know, because people don't want to get with me. But then again, that's kind of my fucking problem, right? It's like I need to learn how to be a little bit more socially acceptable, maybe. I don't know. I mean... Yeah, but this guy was like creepy. Well, you know, there's everybody has their standards, right? So I'm sure that I mean, honestly, it's just you got to find your got to find your you got to you got, you have to find your audience or whatever. Not well, audience, I th- I think the moral of the story is if if the couple as a couple, if you're in the swinger community, yes. and there's all variations of communities out there, sure. But if you're in the swinger community, which is to me is a one-on-one interchange exchange, and there's one person that just cannot get along in the couple, there's right. one person that cannot get along with anybody. Yes, it's like they're they're going to be excluded yes. from my parties, absolutely. Anyway, yeah. because what the fuck am I going to do with them? Who needs I the can't, aggravation? Yeah. I'm, I, you know, I'm not Mother Teresa. No. You know what I'm saying? No, you're not. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna fuck the guy because you know he yeah. can't. He can't uh, score. Kind of like that. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know what to do. So, so the, and then and then the other thing is, so that was a one piece of advice, I guess. It's not really advice, but that's just something that we're gonna look at a lot closer. And the other one is, Oh no, we, we, we look at it very closely. It's about the guest list and that's the point of the topic. Yes. The guest, how do you determine your guest list? Yes. And for us, that's an exclusion. Yes, absolutely. And what's another, what's another exclusion that we have? Um, another exclusion was, that Oh, fucking ratios, man. Yeah. You got to watch out for the ratios, the guy to girl ratio. Yes. Because we've had parties where we're like, you are welcome to invite another couple. Another couple. And then all of a sudden we get a request. It's like, well, can we bring a single dude? And it's like, 
well, yeah, you can bring a single dude as long as your husband doesn't come because <laughs> that's a, that makes a couple. That makes a couple, yeah. <laughs> and the reason for it is this, and it's not because the single guys aren't cool. They're all cool. They're all great. They're all great dudes. That's why they're in the lifestyle generally. They're all fine. You know, but the deal is, is that in most swinger... It's the dealio. In, in, in most swinger parties, you know, if you, if, if most swinger parties, unless you have just mounds and mounds of people, cause like when we had like 25 couples here, when we have a big party, like a couple, a couple, a single guy or two is fine. You know, it's not going to be a huge deal, but when you have because like, because there's going to be a single girl or two. Yes, exactly. But when you have like 10 or fewer, you know, couples all of a sudden, because odds are, you know, there's going to be a situation where a couple girls, You'll have a couple of girls who all they want to do is, you know, have sex with other girls, potentially. There might be a girl or two who is biologically unavailable that night, you know? Period. And, yeah. <laughs> so, and what, and what inevitably you have is, and then if you add a, a single a single do or, or two to the mix, invariably you're going to have four guys talking to each other. And not that there's anything wrong with that. But it happens. But it happens. (laughs) And it's like... Uh, Mr. Swapfu, how did that go? It was... It was... It it, sucked. It sucked. It was great to talk to the guys. They're my my friends. I enjoy their company, but I'd rather be talking to girls, you know? where the bitches at? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly, (laughs) you know? I mean, I had a really good time that night, but it's like, you know, you can see how this... And I spoke to a a couple of of the guys. Like, yeah, as this shit goes down this way, it usually works out that guys end up just talking to each other wow because the girls will always be in demand so take care of the ratio just take care of the ratio it's like it's not and it, i mean we we love single guys but it's like single guys have their place in time well here, here's my thing at that particular party yes i i know two single guys that i love and adore absolutely yes and i would invite them to like my fucking bar mitzvah or my wedding or my Right. Funeral. These guys would be, they're close friends of mine. But I did not invite them to that party because it was a couple's party. It was a couple's party. And so a last minute request by people that have been invited to say, can I bring my single friend? Is like, dude, you're putting me in a bad spot because I should have invited, if we were going to invite single dudes, I would have invited the two single dudes that I know and love. Right. But I didn't because it's a couple's get together. Yeah. So I think the thing is be respectful of, um, the, 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 the event that you're attending. Yes. Be respectful because I, you know, I didn't even, even invite those guys to my own party. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, in all honesty, in this case, they were respectful and they, they asked if they can bring him first, bring bring this guy. Yeah, first. But it got it got fucking weird, dude. It did. Don't don't t- don't talk like it didn't. It did. It got weird. It got weird. It got weird. Everything is resolved now, and everybody's happy. But yeah, we just how, want... how do we resolve it? We got to talk about that. Well, I don't know. Do we? I. I yeah, I mean, it's like, well. I mean, she. I, it's one thing to encounter a problem, but how do you resolve the problem is another thing. Well, she ended up bringing the dude instead of her husband because her husband had to go work work early the next day, you know, which was strange. I mean... No, it was totally fine. I mean, she brought her single guy instead of her husband. Right. Yeah, I mean, and then 
her husband ended up showing up later on anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and I was like, damn, bitch, you're good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. She knows how to get what she wants. Right, right. Well, I, I learned a very valuable lesson that night. What was your lesson? Was to stick by the rules of the party and to not be swayed by the, uh, by the, uh, Womanly wiles that that might be that by might pussy. be might be coming my way. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be swayed by pussy. La 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 la. Okay, so um, the other the the last thing that we had was uh, regarding the the party was that if you have like one of these particularly big party uh, weekends or whatever, you know, like a, a few that we've been having is that you're, you know, I had it listed as burning up at reentry, right? Uh, the idea of the Sunday to Monday crash is like all of a sudden you have all this fun and and, and lack of inhibition and just just a real sense of uh, closeness to your kind of to your true, to your true self and spending time with people who are truly and deeply your friends. And you know what I mean? They have so much in common with them and you can open, you can open and honestly talk to them about anything under the sun. Really? I mean, cause you share the most intimate things with them and then you're back at work Monday morning, Monday morning. So, and I had it written down as, is it's the dream wake state of that first Monday morning meeting, your head is still partying naked with a bunch of swingers, but your body is sitting on a conference call with Milwaukee. <laughs> so we've all been there, yeah, right? Yeah. We've all been there, right? It's crazy. It's crazy. It's just like you're in this haze and your mouth is just like spouting off all this stuff. Cause it's your job and it's what you train for and you have the skills for it and the information and you just go into robot mode and you just let it flow. But in the meantime, it's like you're, you're, your mind is still back at the party, you know, at, you know, at the exceedingly hot moments that you share with lovely, lovely people. And then you're just sitting there in the office and you're like, man, this is just not, not where I want to be at this moment. I mean, you know, you have to be there and you may even love your job, but you know, swinging is fucking fun. I mean, I, like, I, I think it might be harder for guys even than girls, right? Because you're so, visual and yes in, intuitive and just introspective that it might even be harder for you guys than well, you, it is for ladies and you 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 remove all that very um kind of immediate stimuli you know and all of a sudden you go into these office environments and they're fairly sterile you know and um this is kind of a letdown but it's it's work and work is fine and you know i enjoy my job so i'd go and do it gladly but there is that moment that the doldrums that you're going to have to go through on, on Monday mornings. And I thought that it was something that was worth commenting on. I, I'd like to hear what our listeners have to say about that. You know, what does, what does that meant to them? It's like, what have you, where, where have you found your mind wandering toward on, um, you know, on, in, in those moments in which you're just sitting in the office, you know, with your head back at, back at some, club or i remember that was way oh they're gonna say like they're gonna say pussy dick (laughs) orgasm (laughs) right yeah that's where it's gonna be yeah i mean like where else you gonna go well yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i just you know i I just think about like i think about our playroom and how you know when lights are low and there's 
the pillows are all out there and there's maybe somebody in the sex wing and there's people on the sofas and, you know, and all that, you know, and then your mind can go that. And it's like this little sort of utopia. And, you know, even it's funny cause even like going back up there the next day when the light, when the sun is up and, you know, and, and maybe it's still, you know, the sun is up. So the light is different and the, all the stuff is still out, but all the people are gone. So the, and the porn is off or whatever. And the energy is just, it's just that all that energy has kind of left the room. You know, it's almost like, um, almost like a, like a, like a, like a haunted, haunted house or something like that. You know, you almost feel like the echoes of it, but not the actual life in it anymore. So I guess that like your, your body becomes kind of like this representation of a sort of a haunted house, right? Intruder. You're an, an intruder. Yes. Or you can think about it that way, but you know, you can think about your life as your, your, your body as being like this sort of disinhabited shell that's just kind of going through the motions at work where you're, whereas your, your mind and your real existence has been left somewhere else. Maybe, maybe at least for Monday, <laughs> Tuesday, you're snapped back to reality. I don't know. What, I, I don't think you ever are. I don't hmm. think you're ever you're work, back in reality. He's working for the weekend. I think you just get further and further away from reality. I think that's where I am. Yeah. But well, and then, then, then that was another point was that, you know, you know, swingers have to kind of stay in the closet, right? I mean, we can't talk to our coworkers about what we did that, that weekend. I mean, for a pretty serious chunk of the weekend, whereas they were talking about church or, you know, how many cats they got fixed, how many cats they got fixed or, you know, all these other really interesting things that they did over the weekend or, you know, going and watching or, the game. Or not and, interesting things that they did. Right. I, I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, and you don't have anything that you can really share. So you go to like these, uh, generic, you know, infinitely, or you try to make them as sound as boring as possible stories. So they'll just stop asking questions. I mean, that's what I find myself doing, you know? So if anybody asks me, what do you do this weekend? It's like, it's like, oh yeah, you know, whenever you had our parents, you know, had my parents over for dinner or. And swingers. So. <laughs> but. You don't have that voice that says that. <laughs> and uh, it was a, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I thought it was worth commenting on. Do you have anything to say about that? No. Okay. So the last thing that we have are shout outs. And um, so we wanted to give a shout out to SwingerCast. Yes. Always, of course, SwingerCast.com. And, and they have this, uh, they have this awesome trip going to Desire going on. Yes. So, and so log into their um, website. And you'll find out about Desire in April. Yep. And if you guys have a, a choice or an opportunity to go 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 to Desire in April, we hear it's nice. So by all means, you know, check it out um, and check out their podcast as well. And some of these th- some of these people I know from Twitter, and some of them are podcasts, and some of them are uh, blogs. Blogs, so, yeah. Um, here's some, here's a list of shout outs that we wanted to give, um, swingercast.com, bndpodcast.com, which is Boris and Doris, Boris and Doris, they rock. And, uh, Boris makes a uh, fucking, you know, sex tools and so. they're for sale on the website. We hope we yeah, think you check those guys out. Sparky's open source, uh, .com, and, uh, they just got a hot tub, so you're not going to be able to reach them for a while. Right. <laughs> Actually, they, pod, they podcast from the hot tub. So. <laughs> do they? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. do that? Okay. 
Um, and Dirty Bits Podcast is somebody new I've met online. Uh, Kinky Neighbors, which seems to rock. I've met them online as well. They're, you follow them on Twitter, right? They're, so they're at Kinky Neighbors. At KinkyNeighbors.com. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Dub. W. No, but they're oh. Mr. and Mrs. Dub on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And they're Miss, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, w Daily, I think. Yeah, right. So, the, yeah, they're the the URL for that. You can find that in the in the show notes. Yes, Mr. and Mrs. Dub Daily. Yes, and they put out like a daily. It it and it's daily. Goddamn, it's it like is. daily. You can find out what's going on in the world of sex. Yeah, and CarmelCraze dot com. Yes. Um. So these are some of our cohorts. Uh, some of them are sexier than us. Some of them we've had sex with, and some of them we are uh, just Glad grovel- to know. groveling, groveling. <laughs> groveling to know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, those are our shout outs. Um, we do have a shout out to one responder yes. on the blog spot, and he asks... Oh, yeah, they wanted to know. Go ahead. In, in our last podcast, I... I did a little stint where I like ran into the, our bedroom to, you know, grab something that I wanted out of the uh, drawer. Do you, want to go, do you want to grab a spanker? Yes. And there were like a billion people, not a billion, but at least six on the bed. And I just like ran through with my like face, you know. Try to be discreet. Yeah. Yeah. Not looking, not judging, yes. whatever. And I wanted my spanker. That's what I was going after. And he asks, and the writer asks, well, what was the spanker? What that, slash whom was the spanker? What slash whom was the spanker that Miss Swapfu was going for? Right. It was my slut spanker. Yes. To be perfectly honest. And uh, we'll put a picture of that. Yes. On the blog. On the blog, to yeah. answer To answer his question. Yeah. And, you know, our, our listeners... People that respond to these podcasts are our favorite people in the whole world. So thank you so much for writing in and taking an interest. In. Yes. Taking an interest. Um, you know, as always, you know, uh, you know, the Swap Food Podcast is um, 100% commercial free. We don't take any endorsements. We won't accept any endorsements and we won't try to sell or do anything like that on this podcast. We just ask that if you um, like us, uh, tell a friend. You know, uh, tell a friend. Or your and, mom. Tell your mom. Uh, if your mom is your interested mom in swinging. Your mom might be interested. We met several lovely moms in the swinging community, several lovely grandmothers in the swinging community as well. Um, uh, by all means, uh, let them know about our podcast. Let, let, let them know um, where they can find us. Um, and if you think that you have something that you'd like to share regarding how we how, about, about our podcast that you think that other iTunes listeners would, would be interested in, feel free to leave us a review. Or if you have an idea for a podcast topic. Yes. And we did. We did actually have one. We had an idea for a podcast topic. It was the, uh, was it DP? Oh, yeah. Yes. And we did not do that. So we're going to put that on our list. Yeah, we don't have much experience with that. Yeah, we have zero, zero experience. experience with it. Zero experience. So... You know, we're gonna put it on our list. Something and, to work uh, on. Yeah. And uh if we if we see one, yes. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Yes. I've, I've been anyway. Anyway, that's kinda come up a couple times with a few of our 
a few of our play partners. And the only, the only thing that I, the only, the only thing that I ever, <laughs> meaning Mr. Swapfu. <laughs> yes. The only thing that's ever come up is it's like, okay, but Mr. Swapfu is not going in my ass. That's been the that's been the one operating the uh, one operating principle. My, I have said that my entire life, and every you know, like few years, I get a surprise. <laughs> so, um, leave us a we review. Gotta, we got to coordinate that. We do. Uh, uh, leave us a leave us a, a, a review on iTunes. It helps um, raise our relevance, so other people who might be interested in swinging or swingers. Um, we might be up here a little higher on the list. It's like for crying out loud, we need to appear higher than the fucking Playboy advisor. You know, it's like one out of ninety Dude, ep- episodes. I, I kind of like the Playboy advisor podcast. But how, <laughs> yeah, but how much advice are they giving people on swinging? Dude, and they're not even uh, doing any more shows. They're like they're Audi five thousand. Oh, Playboy advisor is gone. Yeah, yeah they well. haven't done any more shows. But yet we still don't like yeah, okay. track the thing. That's okay. I give not a fuck, dude. I don't honestly. care either. I honestly. don't care either. I just would like the people who want our information to have it. That's all I want. I so. agree. But so. for now, I love our listeners and I love the people that interact with us and um, life's good. Absolutely. Send us an email at swapfu at blog. At, sorry. Send us an e- I mean, email at swapfu at gmail.com. Or send us a voicemail. We listen to all our voicemails at um, 6093-SWAPFU. And um, anything else? I think that's good. Have a happy fucking, and I emphasize the fucking new year out there, um, SWAPFU listeners. I I would say be safe. And uh, if you're in San Antonio, be sure to see the fireworks. Because they're going to be fucking awesome. Yes, and uh, if you have too much to drink, please take a cab. That's what we're doing this um, this New Year's. Uh, please, please, please take a cab. There's going to be a lot of amateur assholes and amateur assholes in cars out oh, there. Oh, and believe me, in San Antonio, there's a shitload. Yes, Dude, there's everybody's a shitload. Everybody's am- amateur drunk driving. Yeah. So, and yeah, a, take care. And we're in a no-refusal state here in Texas, at least. So if you get pulled over, you're fucked. So, um, yeah, take a cab. They're cheap. They're a lot cheaper than a DWI. If you would like to say hi, email us. Yep. And we're sending you hugs and kisses through the airwaves. And we'll touch base with you in 2012. We love you. We love you and good night. Dude, do you know how ugly my glasses are going to be in 2012? Like with the two over one eye? Oh, your novelty New Year's glasses? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. (laughs) Right. Good night, folks. Good night. Happy New Year. Come on.